Hello and welcome to Visionary Voices, a podcast series by Linklaters. I'm Deepika Sriram. On this podcast, we will be talking to successful women in business and law who are based out here in the Middle East. We're going to be asking them to share their journey so far, any challenges that they have faced, and their vision for the future generation. Today, we continue our conversation with Swathi Manzava, Senior Vice President at Brookfield Asset Management. You heard in the last episode about her fascinating career journey and challenges of gender bias at the workplace. Let's hear more from Swathi on this as we continue our conversation. There's a more recent uh, instance of, uh, we were in a, again, we were in a meeting, I think, maybe about 60% men, 40% women. Uh, and uh, uh, a visitor to this meeting, he was only going to be in for 10 minutes. He was going to present something and uh, then leave. Uh, this guy walks in and uh, uh, starts speaking and uh, points to the two women designers in the room, both senior women, and says, oh, these girls have done all of the hard work. Um, at which point I looked at him and said, these ladies or women have done all of the hard work and paused. Uh, I thought he'd get it. I don't think he did. Everyone else in the room, men and women, got it. And, and they, you know, uh, someone even broke into um, uh, sort of uh, someone laughed because they realized the stupidity of what this uh, gentleman had done. I think he got it a few seconds too late and he was a bit uh, uh, taken aback. But people do things like this without even realizing sometimes, you know, I, I'm not attributing intention. Uh, but, you know, these are things that we must each consciously um, watch and we must each consciously try to call out, I think, when you can. I was in a position in that room to be able to call out that behavior and I did. Um, the the women who he addressed as these girls, uh, almost in a dismissive fashion, frankly, may not have said anything for fear of being, you know, creating a scene. But I sometimes I think it's important to call out behavior, you know, without creating a scene or without um, a disrupting things. Sometimes if you have to disrupt, you have to disrupt. But to the extent possible, you know, if you can keep things pleasant, but still call it out, I would encourage uh, always people to do things like that. Because, again, you know, it gets people thinking. It maybe solves a problem on that day, but it hopefully has a larger impact on every single person in that room. And maybe one person in that room will think to do that in another room and we will have a multiplier effect. So I think with with things like bias, Deepika, you know, I feel that there's so many bits and pieces in our everyday life. Um, we don't always step back and think about it. We don't always have the time. We're all busy people. We're all um, people who are sort of focused uh, on various things, on building careers, on building families, on sort of travel, on, you know, a, a host of things and we don't always think to step back and question things I think we should all um, take a moment uh, start thinking about how we are addressing these bits and pieces in everyday life and I think those um, small bits and pieces if we do address them that will go a long way in solving issues around uh, bias. 
Yeah, definitely, Swati. Uh, those are all such interesting stories. And uh, I remember we did a campaign a few few years ago uh, about how even specific character traits are used differently for men and women. So Absolutely. you would describe men um, as persuasive versus women as pushy or aggressive yeah. versus confident. Um, yeah. So I think you make really good points about that because um, just being aware of bias and use of terminology is, is very important. Just being mindful of that um, and also then having the courage to call it out, uh, yeah. which I think is taking a step step further in that direction. Uh, and that's really inspiring that you know you you did that you did that in the meetings and you did that you stand up um uh, in in you know where it matters uh, so that that's really interesting thanks for sharing that swati and that brings me to my last question what is the one key piece of advice you'll be giving to young girls who are listening to us today or junior lawyers who are coming up the corporate ranks um Deepika, i think um Maybe I'll I'll have two pieces um, of uh, advice. If you want to call it that? Um, the first thing I would like to say is that I think it's very important for women, you know, young girls, um, uh, older women, or women generally, is um, to put themselves first in various aspects. Uh, this is something that this is learning I've had uh, as a very young girl, and I've had the benefit of having very strong um, women that I've grown up around and uh, I've seen them put themselves first in terms of you know being equal partners having an equal say having an equal seat at the table um, and being fantastic sort of parents grandparents um, having you know uh, a family life that also they've managed to uh, balance so i think um with for women do a lot more and uh, what happens is that in the process uh, women don't always put themselves first so i do think it's very important for women to put themselves first because that drives everything that drives um how financially independent you might be how how much um how much you might be able to do, frankly, uh, not just at home for your family, but um, putting yourself first a lot of times gives you the ability to change lives for a lot of other women, uh, perhaps, uh, because, you know, you just lead by example. I've seen the difference in, um, uh, in, in, in people who've been brought up by strong, um, financially independent, independent thinking women. Um, it, it's it's huge and it's tangible. Uh, so that's number one. Uh, number two, um, I think uh, if you are choosing a partner and you don't have to have a partner, I think uh, uh, women especially these days are just sort of so good at doing everything themselves. But if you're someone who wishes to have a partner, you are looking to be with someone, I'd say choose wisely. Um, because you are choosing to tie yourself uh, to another human being um, that comes with its own set of challenges. And uh, as wonderful as it is, um, you need to think long-term while choosing a partner and make sure that he or she is completely aligned um, to what 
you seek from your life, um, just like you should be aligned to what they seek from their lives. Uh, just as an example, my husband and I, we've been together eight years now, we've been married uh, a little over four of those eight years. And uh, we've, uh, in this entire span, we have not once lived in the same city. We've been uh, based out of different countries. We've been based out of different cities in the same country um, only because both of our careers um, are equally important. We're both very focused on building our careers. He takes great pride in what I do in, in my achievements. And likewise, I take great pride in what he does and his achievements. Um, so not for a second has it ever been a question of uh, me dropping everything and moving to the city that my, you know, husband lives in or my uh, boyfriend when he was my boyfriend uh, lived in. Um, and that's not because I don't wish to be in the same city as him or he doesn't wish to be in the same city as me. It, it is, like I said, because we're both very focused on what we do and we believe that um, the way that we make us work is by making sure that we see each other enough. We plan our lives and our careers such that we're making time for each other. Uh, but but being together does not come at the cost of my career, uh, which unfortunately is true in a lot of um, our relationships. And I think that's something that that more and more I would personally like see women um, uh, pushing back on. Maybe pushing back on is a strong term, but I would say thinking about, because, you know, that goes back to my first piece, which is that, Think about yourself. Think about what you want from your life. Don't make decisions that you will regret 30 years later. Uh, look back and or look at somebody else who's followed a certain path and say that could have been me. Uh, be conscious that the decisions, decisions you're making today are going to impact your tomorrow. Um, and time lost is time lost. So I, that's those are really the only two pieces of uh, connected advice that I'd like to give people who are listening to this. Thank you, Swati. That was excellent. And um, I, I remember reading somewhere that one of the most important career choices you'll make is the person who you choose to marry. So um, that, was, that was great advice. Um, and this podcast series aims to celebrate women and their individual journeys. And hearing your fascinating story and unique perspective will hopefully be the start of many more conversations in this space. And it has definitely given us a lot to take away and think about. So Swathi, thanks again so much for talking to us. It was great to have you on board. Thanks, Deepika, and congratulations to you and the Link Leaders team for starting conversations like this. This is excellent. Thank you for having me. Thanks to everyone at Linklaters who helped us pull this podcast together. The Middle East DNI team for getting behind the idea to do the series and providing the platform for it. Tushbu and Cecilia and the digital marketing team for website design, comms, and marketing. Everyone at the film and media team for audio editing and design. And Raluca and Patrick for bringing this podcast together and making it happen. Tune into the next episode to hear more from another interesting speaker wherever you get your podcast.